So this is the final episode, right? Because we're always getting mad at each other. Shh. Welcome to a bonus episode of a free podcast. Uh, we are going to talk about our picks for the best movies of the 2010s. I'm your co-host, Rob, joined, as always, by good friends Joe and Duff. I'm the right one. Rob, did did you pick out all your Criterion picks? All right. All right. Let's jump into this. Let's, let's break down how we're going to do this. We are going to define we're going to say what our favorite movie is for each year starting in 2010 moving through 2019 um i do not have strict rules on what you decide to pick if it's what you think is best or your favorite or whatever i think it's just fun to talk about it and hopefully our listeners maybe hear about some movies that maybe they haven't seen or will check out something they may have skipped i went with- so I went with favorite regardless of critical or popular value. Although there's a lot of them that are on best of lists, but that's how I did this. That's just your taste. Uh, I, I struggled with this in that I filled it out and then I went back to it and I revised it. And then I looked at it again, like a few days later and then I made more changes. I feel like this would change if I did it two weeks from now again. Of course it would for, Maybe not. Yeah. Compl- yeah, that that's normal. I for me, it, it was just like what has has per- which film from that year produced had the mo- most intellectual and emotional impact on me, and mm, okay. what I that that's what, how you define favorite, and that can happen. And, and I I place equal value on all emotional reactions. So if it made me incredibly sad and and powerful in that way. That is just as much value as like it made me laugh every time I watched it, you know. All right. Now, th- what so what, what makes it up? tricky is like something that makes <laughs> you really, really sad. At least me, anyways. Like I tend to only watch it once because, like, why would mm-hmm. I want to watch that again? With with exceptions. Okay. So I I really try, but 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 if I still think about it a lot, like it's still providing that emotional value. I, so it was tough for me because sometimes it's like, well, that movie's really fun, and I like to rewatch it all the time. Yep. So does that mean it's more my favorite than that movie that I still think about a lot? But I, I probably it's tough. Yeah. So for me, I just said, what has occupied? What if I probably spent the most time like thinking about or watching combined, and what had the biggest impact on me? Let's should we start with twenty ten. I thought we'd start with twenty thirteen, but I guess we could start. Yeah, with that's a logical place to start. Okay. <laughs> The one thing I'll say doing this did for me is like it allows you to see what movies, what years had really good, like what were really good years in movies and what years you were like, God, what a dark time and like not a lot of movies to choose from. And I, oh, I actually it was think every year. Yeah. Uh, the, the early aughts, I don't know if it's I saw less movies from the early yeah. aughts. I don't know. It's not but great. Like, mm. 10, 2010 through like 2012 were the hardest. Yep. For me. Agreed. Big disagree. All right, uh, all right. We're off but, to a great woo, start. Woo, woo. <laughs> uh, I, my biggest challenge here was just finding, like, remembering all of the movies that came out. It, and mm. and so, and a lot of I used like, Google. Well, I, I just I used a combination of different lists, but my biggest issue was that they, 
no matter which lists I picked, like you really had to look at a lot of different ones because they're just so uh, America centric. And sure. uh, like I saw each one would leave out some pretty significant ones that were released that were produced in other countries. But I, I think I, wow. I okay. think that I did. Okay. My but list I, is very America centric. Yeah. My list is very American. Cause I'm American. Okay. All right. Right. Well, well let's Joe. Why don't you get started with 2010 then? This was maybe my easiest choice. I thought I think the social network is clearly the best movie of 2010. Duff, what do you have here? Uh, I looked at the movies I'd seen this year, and none of them are super lasting to me, like memory-wise. So I picked Toy Story three. Okay, that's a good pick. I uh, I thought about Social Network, but I don't like the Social Network as much as the world does. Uh, I. Th- thought about toy story 3 but ultimately i decided to go with the movie that i find i've probably watched the most from this year and that's the town (laughs) yeah (laughs) see how how many flat brim caps are you wearing right now (laughs) listen it's Uh, a fun movie in fair in fairness i i don't remember this movie that well i remember i don't know if i enjoyed it i liked it um yeah it's fun it's not um, it is fun. It it's just such a Rob pick. You just you <laughs> came out you came out the gate swinging there. I love it. It's a cool movie. It's not. It's not, dude. It's, it's like cool. the most for it is no one talks about that movie it anymore. It is utterly um, lost to in the cultural <laughs> wasteland. It's a perfectly fine movie <laughs> that I'm very surprised <laughs> to hear come up. It, it's the movie that like uh <laughs> That you guys are it, not going to like my list. No, it's 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 the movie that you rent because um, you know your dad won't get mad because you brought it home and he'll understand it. So, so to show to show that I'm not just going to pick on Rob the whole time, I also think the Social Network is overrated. I I saw it in the theater. I thought it was fine. Uh, I it really didn't make any of impact on me. Oh. Uh, maybe it's me. Everyone else seems to love it, unlike the town. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, 2011. We're gonna Duff. You can go first this time. Uh, this one. This was this year was Philistine Duff. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought about. I almost put in Captain America. What uh, on earth is happening with you two? Uh. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to the first one that was almost my one pick. Uh, it's a very, very entertaining movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I ended up going, I ended up going with bridesmaids. Uh, that's good. <laughs> I don't think we're going to have a single one that we agree on. Will that happen? We should ask that. Will we have a, will there be a single year that w- yeah, two of us there, agree I, on I one movie? I have absolutely no doubt. There, on one there might, year that there we'll might be on. one, but we'll there see. There is going to be one. Right. I don't think got, so. Got a lot of size out of Joe on that one. I like it's, Bridesmaids. I like Girls Trip better. That's a different year. I'm <laughs> I like Bridesmaids. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like it. I like it. It's fine. Uh, I'm I'm going. <laughs> Joe's going to have a meltdown. No, I'm not. I'm not going to get mad. It's. I don't. Uh, dis- I don't dislike Bridesmaids. It's fine. <laughs> I just like. I I I, I find it like. Okay, so like discomfort here, here, humor, 
discomfort humor, like I do like some of it, you know, like the, the British office is fantastic. Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm-hmm. one of my, my favorites. But yep. like there's just like Bridesmaids just doesn't. I don't. That's hits odd a sour note on a few of those. Like like that time where she keeps they they keep she keeps they keep grabbing the mic from each other. Like yeah. okay, I I all right. Here's here's, a, a, I think a fair thing to say. I think Paul Feig's comedies, like a lot of them, are are pretty good. I like Spy. I think he directed that one with Melissa McCarthy. Yep. I think that's a really yeah. underrated one. I think he to a le, le, far lesser extent than Judd Apatow does, but he also a little suffers a little bit from like. Just letting his actors riff sometimes, and like not they need lump cuts. Of, they need lump cuts. Not do well, it, 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 but it's not so much that the movies are too long, which is the problem with Judd Apatow. And his like he lets these scenes linger too long, and it's in it like it just really make results in really clunky bad acting. Like when she's pulled over by her like cop boyfriend in that movie, like that scene doesn't work because it's edited really poorly, um, and that, that makes me sad. But anyways. Wow. It's it's a I, fine movie. It's a good comedy. Part and, of it is just, I mean, it's hard to explain why people find some things funny. Another, one thing I will say is that this was. You want to know what the best example of that is? Is our show. <laughs> <laughs> one one thing I will say that uh, will make me sound smart, I guess. Well, debatedly, is that this was <laughs> this was finally the beginning of the end for the Hangover Bro era of comedy, which. Mm-hmm was already just out of it, control. Just absolutely. awful. All right, so I will go next then on this one. I there's like a lot of like movies that I'm like, that's a good movie, but not great this year in my mind. So I went I went a different route. It was a toss up between two children's movies. <laughs> oh my god. Going with Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I've heard nothing but great things about Winnie the Pooh. Joe's seal of approval, big time. Yeah, they're just delightful, and I just think overall that year doesn't have any movies I like really love. What do you got here, Joe? My favorite of 2011 was A Separation, which I think is an, a perfect movie, which is really rare. I have never seen that movie. Yeah, I haven't either. Well, that's is, that's a shame. Is it a bummer? Yeah. Mm. All right. It's uh, you know what it's about it what it's about uh, a separation <laughs> a separation and dementia. <laughs> All oh. right, uh, it's it's uh, fr- from Iran, uh, and it it is an absolutely perfect um, drama that um, has has like a really good like healthy interesting dose of ambiguity, and I think doesn't. Um, like it, there, there's it, it weaves together all these different domestic dramas that are happening in a, what I think is this really fair, beautiful, interesting way, and I just think it's such a, just a towering achievement at at balancing these three main characters. Actually, I'll say four main characters because there's a ch- child involved, and and how this event sort of affects all of them, and you come away from the movie having empathy still for all four of them. And I just I I've seen very few films that are that well written and that well made. It's a perfect movie, every second of it is perfect. And I ba- barely ever see movies I can say that about. Um, now, oh, it's, is it, Netflix, it's a bummer. So maybe I will watch it. Absolutely, it's a bummer. But uh, but I just thought it was great. I'll never forget it. I think about it. I still think about it fairly often. And uh, it's my favorite of 2011. Wow. 
So I hope people right. see it and they are as moved by it as I was. 2012, I'll start on this one. Uh, another one I really struggled with and that I don't think, like, I agree with Duff. These first three years, I'm sort of like, Bleh. Was Argo 2012? No, it's not Argo. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> Uh, but I went with uh, Cabin in the Woods. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I like pe- Cabin in the Woods. Super so, uh, rewatchable. I mean, I I I don't disagree that it's rewatchable. At the further I get away from it, the less I I, I, I don't. Know. I mean, I get why people like it. It just feels like something that is smug. Um, what really? <sighs> I, I see where Duff's coming from with that. It's it's just like, like I, I get it. It's a it's a, you know, it's funny. It's a move. You know, it it pokes Plays fun on, of all the all the tropes yep. and whatnot. But it, I mean, this sounds super elitist, but I'm like, you know, who? What's the point of it? It's it's, I mean, part of it is poisoned by what Josh Whedon has become. Sure. Uh, so uh, to me, it's just kind of someone showing off. But I, I know that it's very popular. doesn't do as much for me. But All right. Well, um, sorry, Rob. But to be fair, Drew, he, Joss Whedon didn't direct it. No. Like, but Did I mean, he that, write it or did he just produce it I and used his name to get it seen? He produced it. I mean, it feels like him. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just it very much feels like his. Because Drew Goddard, like he also made uh, Bad Times at the El Royale in 2018. I thought that movie, like, you know, kind of came and went, but I thought it was a pretty decent movie. I, f- I feel um, about that movie the way I feel about the town, and I, it's it's fine. I, I I liked it when it came out and stuff, but I, I, I and I'm not going to drag you for the pick or anything, but I, I see Duff's point that, like, these kind of, like, postmodern reflexive movies that are, like, sort of self-aware about their genre, it can turn you off a little bit where it just, like, how much of this is just the filmmakers showing off like how smart they think they are? Yeah. Like I, I think scream is much less egregious, but scream's kind of like that too. It's hard for me totally to discard anything with Richard Jenkins though. So mm-hmm. yeah. He's and good. a delightful Bradley Whitford in this movie. Yep. He's good as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll go Joe next. All right. Mine is, uh, it's such a beautiful day. Um, uh, animated film by Don Hertzfeld is my favorite movie from that year. Such a beautiful day. I don't Joe, where are these coming from? Uh they're movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's my favorite one from 2012. Are they talkies? You've seen <laughs> you've seen stuff by Don Hertzfeld. Like uh like his um rejected that short animated short that he made where it's Mm-mm. like I'm a banana. Mm-mm. I think I've I've think i know what that is yeah Uh, all right cool well tell us more about it's such a beautiful day well it's a in the neighborhood it's about an hour long so it's perfect for lum's attention span Mm, and good it's an animated film about sort of our our main character is dealing with some sort of like kind of a, a brain disease like a brain tumor and it sort of explores his uh sort of fades in and out of health as he deals with this brain disease. You got some real uplifters on this list, Joe. It's funny. Okay. No, it's like a dark comedy. Okay. But it's also, you know, moving as well. But, um, yeah, it's such a beautiful day. So cool. All right. All right. I thought for sure at least one of you would have 
seen that, but now mm-hmm. I feel kind of stupid. Duff, what do you don't, have? Don't feel dumb. I we're the ones who feel dumb. I wish I, I, I honestly like Joe. Joe, you see way more uh, world cinema and way more independent cinema than I do, and I, I try to. I feel like I see more than the average person. But Duff, would I see more horror films than you though, Joe? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm always late on those because I'm a little scaredy cat for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Rob and I are up on what Eli Roth is doing. Oh, God, that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel bad about not watching that stuff. I ended up going with Looper. Cause yeah. Because that movie owns. Yeah, it's it good does. Uh, for one thing, Bruce Willis tries the hardest he has in a long time in that movie. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's yeah. a good point. Uh, I mean, there's I could list off a ton of things, but Paul, older Paul Dano losing fingers and limbs in real time because his younger selves being mutilated is savage yep. yeah, yeah 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 it's it's really good i've only the only reason i kept me from it is i've only watched it i think twice maybe three times yeah i saw it in the theater when like, it came out and i haven't seen it since so i don't know if it holds up but i i, I believe that it does but it's yeah. sitting right next to my town blu-ray uh <laughs> and uh I, you don't have anything just, between l and t nope just didn't buy anything else that came out those years. Just all, except Winnie all, the Pooh. All the Affleck movies. I mean, I guess I own Looper and not Cabin in the Woods, so maybe I should have picked Looper? I don't know. No. I, I had Looper, no, and I changed no, it and put Cabin no, in the Woods. No backsies. No, no, no changes? Okay. All right. No all right. backsies. 2013, I'll get started here. Uh, I'm going with uh, Wolf of Wall Street for 2013. <laughs> Excellent choice. <laughs> What's wrong with Wolf of Wall Street? This, this is this is one where I'm in the minority, and I think that movie I it needs a long cut, way too long. It, insane. Uh, I wish it was longer. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Well then, then uh, Dolph, why don't you go next? Uh, Snow we'll talk about the Galactic. Do give us your blurb. I don't have a blurb for. It. I like Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, Scorsese doing fun stuff. Leonardo DiCaprio's really funny and hilarious in it. Uh, put Steve Madden shoes back on the map. <laughs> and like, is there any better look at sort of um, this age, sort of like the behavior that that got us in what we're in, you know, and, and the sort of like criminality of that part of the the economy? Yeah, that, and also like, like like that. That's what organized crime is now. It's on yeah, Wall Street. They don't you don't end up in jail. You end up as a speaker somewhere. You end up yeah. on the on the the self self help circuit common yeah. people no i mean i i liked it i i just felt like parts of it were repetitive but there's definitely great stuff in there mm. <laughs> all right duff what do you have uh snow piercer ah, that's a good pick yeah yeah it's a good pick that I th- is i have that as coming out in 2014 but mm. that might be the american release and maybe snow yeah. piercer yeah, was I've, released i just because I, oh yeah because uh uh, Weinstein buried it because uh, he could the the director wouldn't make it shorter. Mm. I so, I just know that I saw it on a, t- a 2013 list. So it's 2013 is when it was is is officially the release on. Okay. It. Yeah, it, it um it, it may have been okay. My bad. I didn't okay. pick. No, it for I mean it's one of those so things where deal. most people probably didn't see it until after because of Harvey. Maybe Weinstein that's when it came out on Netflix or something. But yeah. yeah, all right, no big deal. It's a great movie. 
Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad I was one of the like 75 people who saw it in the movie theater. I, I saw it in the theater as well. It was uh, so hard. Like it, that was such a rare opportunity because I think it was only in theaters for like a week or yeah, two. Yeah, it was a and hot. very few because uh, good old Harvey was mad yeah. at at uh, how, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah. So um, yeah, great pick. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a good one. Joe, what do we got here? Have we seen it? Yeah. Um my number one choice is Nebraska. Yeah, it's oh. uh that's a that's a contender for number one. I I that's a good one. That's a great one. It it uh it's a really personal one for me because it captures like my childhood experience at like Midwestern family gatherings so well of just sort of people's like men sitting silently at, at around couches <laughs> yeah. um, not talking. Like I just think uh it, it captures this part of the world that we live in so perfectly it, and uh it, I, I i cannot and and i think it has out of all the movies that i'm going to mention as my favorites i think it maybe has the best acting like bruce stern is phenomenal in this movie and a great dramatic turn by will forte uh i just i i love 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 yep. nebraska yeah, nebraska nebraska is very good That's nebraska good is great it uh, it's a movie for anyone with a Midwestern dad who never learned about emotions. <laughs> and who has, like, loser... I'm not saying my cousins... Any of my cousins are losers. Uh, disclaimer, immediately saying that. But just saying, like, like that... We all know that type. Uh, excellent. Ex- practically a documentary on towny life. Just... Yeah. Yeah. And a great... Uh, the music is fantastic, too. And I'm. it's a bummer with Alexander Payne, because his most... I don't, did he make a movie after that? The Descendants was that? Oh, he, I know he the, made Downsizing. That was beforehand. Descendants. So beforehand. Downsizing was his next one, which was just a huge bomb, and and I just don't want to see it because I think it'll make me sad how bad it is. But eventually I'll get to it. And now it seems like he's really had like he was about to make a movie for Netflix and it got shut down like the day before shooting was supposed to start. This happened a few weeks before we were recording this. Yeah. And just like I'm really worried, like he Nebraska was such an amazing achievement, and all of his movies before that we're good too i mean and about I just, about schmidt's great um what's it? sideways has its sideways. issues but it's pretty good citizen ruth is is funny uh election's great yep and and down and uh the descendants i i liked when it came out i i haven't thought about it much since but i yeah, still I don't thought about it as much as i think about the town from 2010 <laughs> which came out the same year I as the descendants i still think sideways is great because i i think it shows what losers those guys are but yeah and when yeah. that guy runs naked out of his house and, and <laughs> after those guys that's yes. one of the funniest things i've yeah. ever seen uh all right 2014 uh duff why don't you start i went maybe because i was the most surprised at how much i liked it is i went with edge of tomorrow mm, uh, i almost yeah well, baby edge of tomorrow now sometimes known as uh die repeat or whatever yeah <laughs> can i just say what a, the marketing behind that whole movie just the dumbest people on earth just, i don't know how you you blow the emily blunt tom cruise like good action film thing up and not market it well in in fairness it was coming off a run of you know i what was the mission impossible before that was it ghost protocol yeah which which didn't you know like you didn't hear a ton about it, even though it's what? good well easy Wow. Easy. Easy. Okay. 
I'm just okay, saying, like, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, like, it didn't light, like, it was a hit, but it didn't light the world on fire. Like, I feel like Rogue Fu- Rogue Nation and Fallout got way more buzz. And Fallout for sure got more buzz. Fallout for sure. But, I mean, you know, you had, I mean, Tom Cruise was dicey. Like, and think about, like. <sighs> That's putting it a little strong. Man. Well, Ghost Protocol grossed $209 million. Well, for those types of well. movies, that's a disappointment. I'm just no. saying. But anyway, but I I was not even I was pleasantly surprised at how awesome that movie is. Yeah, it is a very very fun movie. I almost it was on my list, my uh, short list. For my my well. second Emily Blunt movie to appear. I just realized. I do not have Mary Poppins Returns. Spoiler. <laughs> she should get a better husband. But <laughs> Joe, what do you have? Um, this this was the only one on my list I thought maybe would make you guys mad, but uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel is my favorite movie from that year. Oh, yeah, I it doesn't make me mad. It doesn't make me mad. Wes Anderson doesn't do much for me, but I can't deny there's a lot of skill and and heart in that movie. That's a good yeah. Movie. That one's may, might be my favorite Wes Anderson movie, uh, but I I I'm not even gonna like. When people yell at me about it, I won't even engage. It's like, yeah, I know, I'm probably wrong. It's just a personal thing. I just I just like it the most. I'm still a Rushmore Royal Tenenbaums guy. It's yeah. still like I mean, I would have I, I would have yelled at you if it was like Isle of Dogs or something. I haven't even seen that. Yeah. yeah. I, I seen Isle of Dogs. Or mm. what's what's the, the camp? Darjeeling Limited is the Darjeeling one. Limited is the, not good. Uh, what's the everyone loves the camp movie and I didn't do it. Rice Kingdom. Rice Kingdom. Oh, yeah. I like that movie, uh, but I didn't like it a ton when I when I first saw it. That one that one kind of grew on me a little bit, but yeah. I went with John Wick. Yep. No, I've got cannot, no objection to that either. Cannot object to that. This was a great uh, year for action movies because The Raid Two came out that year too. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Twenty fourteen had a lot of fun things in it. All right. Twenty fifteen. This is the year. I, this was the year I thought was the weakest out of all the years. Oh, I have three. I twenty fifteen. I yeah. This was actually this is actually my hardest to pick from. Yeah, me too. All right, well, I'll go last then. Rob, start oh. us off. Uh, this, this was the year I thought we had the best chance to all pick the same one. Yeah, <clears throat> I decided a movie that I love to watch and rewatch. Maybe Joe has on his list. I don't know. I really like Creed, guys. I'm putting Creed here for twenty fifteen. Hmm. Okay. Just a really, like, I don't know. I And part of it is, like, I never was a Rocky guy. So, like, I don't have, like, you know, like, I, I, I've seen Rocky, like, a little later, though. And even Rocky Four, I had just seen, like, the montages of. But, like, Creed Creed is my Rocky. Yeah, Creed Creed is great. Um, I, so uh, I guess I'll, I'll go into mine. Uh, I, I have to be a non-committal boy. I think I have a tie for this year. I, uh, oh, come on. Don't I, do that. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. You, I'll pick Creed. I'll pick Creed. Well, with Creed being my favorite from that year is kind of what you just said in that uh, I'm very familiar with the Rocky franchise and it is by and large terrible. <laughs> 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 I mean, Rocky, the first movie is very good. I don't know if it's great. It's very good. It's solidly entertaining. And what comes after is by and large 
the laziest franchise that ever existed. Not that's not to say it's not enjoyable. Yeah. So, but I remember reading. It's like, oh, they're gonna make a movie about Apollo Creed's kid. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, this should not succeed. Yeah. So I, I guess I will give that the edge, uh, just by the pure, just by the pure odds against it. There should not be what was it, a seventh entry in the Rocky series that is this good. Yeah. But Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan are just so, so, so good. I also thought long and hard about Bone Tomahawk here. Because Bone Tomahawk's very entertaining. I'll never forget the first time I watched that movie. And it's another, it's a movie I rewatched with someone else who hadn't seen it before. I'll never forget their reaction to watching that movie. So that's very fun. All right, Joe, what do you got? Bone Tomahawk. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal your stuff. Yeah, cool, man. Sorry. It's a great pick, Joe. Thanks. Great pick. It is an extremely, what a great cast. Just an an awesome collection of people. Um, And uh, this doesn't really matter to the movie, but a lovely random appearance by James Tolkien, who I thought had died or quit acting. Like, like, when's the Uh, last time he's been in anything? And the guy from Lost is in it? Yeah. And he's actually good? And it made me really confused. Because not that he's, like, I I like Lost all right and stuff, and I I thought he does fine in that show, but nothing about his acting, like, stood out to me or anything. He was the worst character on Lost. He was, like, everyone... Isn't it just kind of accepted everyone hated him, and he was just kind of a whiny dick on that show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't blame uh, that on the actor, really. I mean, that's no. just like the way he was written. And um, if you haven't seen Bone Tomahawk, the less you know about it going into it, the better, I would And say. the less you know about the filmmaker going into it, uh, the better. <laughs> yes, also true, also true. Listen, it's a problematic fave. It's all right. We I don't all, really think it's... Have I don't know that it even is problematic, but it might be. Um, do you guys consider me to be an honest person? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I for, I forgot Bone Tomahawk came out that year, so I it it wasn't I I because Rob brought it up, that's why it's my favorite. Uh, okay. If I would have read it on my on a list, I would have immediately put it on there as my favorite. And uh, so actually, Rob, you saved the day because right. I like that movie way more than what I had, which was Mad Max Fury Road, which I really like and it's really good. But yeah, yeah. Bone Tomahawk is is much more of a favorite of mine than that one is. Twenty sixteen, Duff. Why don't you get us started? Uh, guarantee this is not on either of your lists. Uh, I don't think I've, I think I made Rob watch it, but I don't think I've ever met besides my wife, a single person in real life who's watched it. Uh, hands down, my favorite movie to watch is, uh, pop star, never stop, not stopping. Uh, I've seen parts of that and it's, and it seemed really funny. It is 85 minutes. It is Mm -hmm. hilarious. Uh, it is fun. Uh, it's if you like the closest analogy I can give is that it's walk hard for modern pop music. Yeah, pop stars fun. I watched it. Uh, uh, Duff asked me to. This to watch this is it one. It totally just depends on your sense of humor, but absolutely does it for me. I think Andy Samberg's super funny. I think the Lonely Island is funny. There's a lot, and there's a lot of fun. There's a lot movies. of good songs. A lot yes. of funny songs. Yeah. Uh, what do you have, Joe? 
Uh, I'm starting to. Okay, never mind. I think my my list is a good mix. My list has a good mix. I'm just starting to worry that people are going to start calling me pretentious boy. But uh, silence. I don't, and I don't. Uh, which I, I I feel bad that I can't comment on this. I haven't seen it. Think I I think about it all the time. Like I just think it 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 explores faith in an utterly fascinating way and is a masterpiece. I love it. And I will say, I think against the general odds of a franchise like that, I think Adam Driver is becoming one of the best actors around. Yes, that's true. That that part is definitely true, I think. And I've always thought um, Andrew Garfield was a good actor, and this movie uh, redeems me. Because I, I feel like I, whenever I would tell that to people, they would like laugh at me. But I think Andrew Garfield is very good in this movie, and Scorsese uses him very well. And Liam Neeson is deployed in the per in in the way I think Liam Neeson is best deployed. But I can't really comment further without. Well, yeah, it would not that it would spoil it, but it just like it Wait, won't make any sense if you so haven't seen the movie. So you're saying he fights wolves because that is the way that Liam Neeson. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, let me. I'm going to amend my statement. The second best way he could okay. be deployed. Uh, my pick is, uh, this is the most Joe I go with any of my picks, I think. Um, I have Moonlight here as my number one. I, uh, I saw this movie and I really enjoyed it when I watched it and then I couldn't stop thinking about it and it's probably been about a year since I watched it and I still can't stop thinking about it. I just Utterly shameful omission uh, that I haven't seen it. Like, it's one of those that I'm just... I'm so ashamed that I haven't seen it that it gives me anxiety that I haven't seen it and that anxiety keeps me from watching it. <laughs> Does that I don't know if that makes sense. No, that Do you makes, understand that? That makes sense. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Yeah, I I uh I think it's great. It's just uh it's one of those movies that really sticks with you and you just like there's just things that happen and just like moments in that movie that like I just think about all the time. So excellent movie. 2017 2017 Who's starting this uh, one, what? host? Why don't you start it out, Joe? This was uh, maybe... Hmm. This wasn't the toughest year, but it was the longest shortlist that I put together. Okay. But for me, my favorite movie from that year was Lady Bird. Mm. Lady Bird is I didn't late. know that. Lady late. Bird is very good. It's a great movie. Uh, it's, I think, another great way of capturing... Uh, working class life like that it 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 addresses it, it it explores like a family that's kind of living paycheck to paycheck but i think it does it in a way that isn't pandering and uh it also uh is funny and but not in like s- the way that so many like kind of indie movies that are of this brand I guess are of like sort of like mining humor from uh, just kind of like awkwardness and stuff yeah. yeah but I just I, it just felt real to me in ways that a lot of movies maybe of this ilk don't and uh, I think it addresses Catholicism in interesting ways too I just I, I I came to it late I didn't see it until like it came out on Blu-ray or whatever but I was like just really sad that i didn't see it right away when it came out when yeah, i did Lady finally Bird's... see it it was awesome and a, a good uh and i also really enjoy john bryan scores all the time and uh this is another good little john bryan jam 
too. So Lady Bird's uh, my pick. I was I was glad that uh, Laurie Metcalf got some well deserved mm. uh, praise. I mean, I yeah, th- the acting is great too. She she kind of disappeared for a long time and made I don't who was she was nominated for an Oscar. I think I don't I know she didn't win, but I forget who did that year. Yeah, 2017 has a lot. It's a secretly really good year in movies, or at least interesting year in movies. Is, I think. Yeah. is it a secret? Mm, not, not anymore. Um, uh, I will go next, I guess. Um, going with a movie about uh, someone sent to prison for a crime they didn't commit. Um, you guys know what I'm talking about. Paddington 2, baby. Yes, that beautiful bear. <laughs> yeah. God, thank goodness he gets recognized by someone at some point. That was on my short list, too. <laughs> Do you like that one better than Paddington 1? or is I it like just Paddington this one? 2 better. Oh, okay. Because I can't stop thinking about the pink, the, the, and how good the, Hugh Grant is in it. Yeah, Hugh Grant's really good, and the 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 pink little suits they wear. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Paddington Two is Paddington and Paddington Two are just perfect movies, and I had to I wanted to give it to one of them. And absolute delight. Like I've, if I've, everyone just could sit down together and watch Paddington and Paddington Two in a drive-in. Yep. We could solve a lot of problems yep. in this Brendan world. Gleeson is just a delight as Knuckles. I have not seen and a Paddington oh. either. No They're wonder so you're good. so sad all the time, Duff. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not I haven't avoided it. I've... Make a marmalade sandwich. Yep. I like marmalade. Get, get, let that hairy chest out. Get into bear mode and put on Paddington. Yeah, watch some Paddington. Uh what do you have for this stuff? What takes the cake for me? I didn't like part of me says like oh, it's such a like dumb obvious choice but i picked the last jedi yeah um i that was on my list because too. it does it's kind of the creed thing where that movie does the most inventive stuff in star wars probably in our lifetime like let's be honest like even probably re- moving forward like, too. E- like uh, e- like you know re- even like return of the jedi which is our lifetime on like not a lot of originality or if there is originality bad ideas <laughs> yeah um and just the whole i mean the whole crux of that movie is about dealing with failure and how white dudes f everything up <laughs> yeah and yeah you know i it's i guess this is my second ryan johnson movie too but yeah Yeah, i was gonna say i hope he sees this bro yeah um i you know i'm not saying it's perfect there are definitely some parts that could have been trimmed down or improved but i the stuff it does especially the stuff that works works really well well, especially for a franchise that has such tight control over it and they don't want to do new things they just want to you know make it as fanboy friendly as possible yep um i will you know see yoda come i was i was just well and i was just about to say i was so glad that we finally got to see yoda not looking like an effing idiot and actually you know seem smart again because among the many crimes of the prequels is yoda does not seem smart (laughs) yeah yeah. And Yeah, no, that's a good. I'm glad someone mentioned last Jedi. And y- Yoda shows up and his whole lesson is a downer. <laughs> his whole lesson is is <laughs> that 
like we are what they grow beyond like oh man yeah it's it's great uh all right 2018 i'll get started i have hereditary as uh my favorite movie from 2018 it's uh that's a great a great scary movie <laughs> i i'm i'm late late to, to uh hereditary a little bit um uh, late to uh ari aster i watched uh both midsummer and then i had to har- uh, harangue you <laughs> and then hereditary and i i couldn't get enough of it i watched hereditary again like oh two weeks later um just a great 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 movie and joe you talk about like you know cr- like movies you wish you would have seen in the theater like i really wish i was in the theater for hereditary i think it just would have been uh an incredible experience the uh, in case anyone doesn't know what the inciting incident is i won't say but it i was shook <laughs> in that yeah. movie uh yeah it's incredible and like one of those movies that you're like this is a debut feature film this is this guy's first film well and also one thing that i appreciate it's it's a horror movie that is not just out to see jump scare you to, well to jump scare but also to see just how obscene it can be like it's not eli roth just like yeah and then this person gonna get gutted and they're gonna pull off their limb or something like it's it's extreme but it's it it's tasteful if that makes sense yeah yeah i think it does uh, it's great i have nothing bad to say about it it's fantastic mm-hmm. D- uh duff why don't you go next uh we're not it's not gonna be a consensus on this year all right um, it's still not happening well i i had nothing i i didn't pick hereditary as a favorite because i don't know how often i'll be in the mood predatory to, mood yeah well yeah. i i see that's that's what i didn't do i just like what's gonna have the biggest lifelong impact on me yeah so like oh, that's yeah, all right like well, that's that's why these are interesting because everyone approaches them different ways um uh my my winner was uh into the spider verse uh yeah that's a good pick that's a good one i couldn't remember if that was tw- yeah it's 2018 yeah that's a really good one that's a that's a, a gorgeous film. Easily the best of the eight hundred Spider Man movies. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> um, my I, my favorite movie from two thousand eighteen was Minding the Gap. Mm, I've heard great things about that. It, it's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen, and uh, if it's a, uh, I was fortunate enough to see it in the movie theater, but it's a also a Hulu original. So if you have Hulu, you can watch it anytime you want. Uh, just unbelievably powerful and just, you know, we talk about, um, I talked earlier about when I was talking about Nebraska, about things that capture sort of like that Midwestern mindset. This one does so, but from a, like a more urban perspective and, um, just about living in a city that is dying. It's in Rockford, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mining the Gap. Uh, what an experience watching that movie, and I absolutely, absolutely love it. So I, I hope more people watch it. Yeah, I've heard great things about it. I need to watch it before my Hulu runs out, which is soon. Um, 
All, right. all, all of your like subscriptions are like hourglasses. Like, <laughs> I know. I'm so like, cheap. No one loves like canceling subscriptions more than Rob I, does. I love canceling subscriptions and saving some money and getting it for a little bit longer. Yep. Make it last. You've probably saved a cumulative of like $10. Yep. And I've spent on lunches. <laughs> yeah. Wingstop um, is the benefit of all of your frugality. Yes. Uh, 2019. Uh, Duff, why don't you start with 2019? Uh, Which is tough because obviously there's a bunch of stuff. That, yeah, with yeah, this I almost December, don't even want to do this because we're doing it. <laughs> with the caveat that I have not seen Knives Out, which sounds great, and yeah. uh, Star Wars, obvious, Star Wars hasn't came out. Yet. Obviously, none of us uh, have seen the the Ryan Johnson paid to part of this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. Obviously, <laughs> uh, I am going with Midsummer, another Ari Aster mm. movie. I'm, I I that was on my short list. Midsummer is uh I one of those things I watch it with our friend of the show, uh Rob, uh, in his basement and I'll never forget I, watching that movie. I saw that at the Alamo Draft House and it what a it was an experience. It, it I it's, for one thing it's a horror movie set entirely in daylight. Mm-hmm. Uh which is amazing. Um, obviously anything involving, uh, cults is right in my wheelhouse. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, so I was immediately suckered in by that, but, uh, can't, I, I can't talk about the things I want to because I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't, hasn't seen it. I'm just, I, I'm a little, I'm a little scaredy cat. So I did watch Hereditary and I made it through and it was, and I Hereditary is scarier than that's what everyone says. And and now, you know, now I only watched Hereditary a few weeks ago and with Midsummer, it's more been like, all right, I made it through Hereditary. So I'm sure I can with Midsummer, but it's like two and a half hours long. Yeah. So I just have to find the opportunity to like, you know, sit down and watch it. But I, I, I've, I haven't seen it. So it obviously it's not my pick because I haven't seen it, but very well could supplant my choice you know yeah and to piggyback on what rob said about ari aster i cannot think of a director who's had a stronger one two debut i mean it's he's like when you you know thinking about it you know you're thinking about the pantheon of you know well ben affleck (laughs) (laughs) yes uh ben affleck but like i was thinking you know you think about like you know Orson Welles or Tarantino like it's it's that to just come out the gate swinging like that yeah yeah for sure uh what do you got Joe uh this one was really really tough <laughs> it's been a really good year I think it's a really good year in movies yeah and and we are foolish for even addressing it because we're recording this on December 5th yep and we live in the Midwest so yep. But even if we lived in New York, a lot of the big stuff wouldn't have come out yet. Yeah, no. But, um, Christmas Day, there'll be a flood, and but I, I'll, my pick was Parasite. But my, uh, it was like maybe this was the closest one between my my favorite and my runner up. But Parasite is definitely my favorite. Parasite or, is great. Uh, nothing, nothing to bad to say about it. Uh, yeah. Great. It's not. It's not subtle, and what it's trying to say, but none of his movies are like. They, I mean, this, no. this same director, Snowpiercer. Yep. Uh, but you know what? That's okay. And it, uh, it's 
it's a pretty much a perfect movie. Has and, has, uh, has some some twists and turns. Yeah, goes, it's, goes it's places a lot of you fun. Are not expecting. Yeah. So okay, Rob. Oh well, so some recency bias on here is a movie I just recently watched like two days ago, and I, and so you know that's what's hard to do in 2019. But I'm gonna go with Booksmart. Uh, I got. I I wouldn't be my top pick, but I think that's really funny. Uh, that movie is it's really funny. It's really smart. Um, but also like what I like the most about it is it's a high school movie without any meanness to it. Um, yeah, which is nice. It's like it's not mean. There's no meanness in it. It's just a really fun movie about like friendship in high school, and uh, I thought it was great. Did you see the censored airline version that takes out the lesbian stuff? No, I did not see. I saw the the regular version, you, not the. Oh, were you were you able to handle it? <laughs> yes, I was able to handle it. Is it. the most, uh, especially if you've seen that movie, it is ridiculous how yeah. they they need to. There's not even any nudity in that movie. No, there's no nudity. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Book, books, it's really fun. Booksmart is hilarious. Yeah, uh, highly recommend. What's it. her name? Beanie Feldstein. Yeah. She's delightful. And she's yeah. a ladybird too. Jonah uh, Jonah Hill's little sister. Yep. Yeah. Highly recommend Booksmart. Uh my wife went and saw it with a bunch of friends and when I finally watched it, I was like, Booksmart's amazing and she's like, Yeah, I know. I'm like, Well <laughs> All right. You got iced out. <laughs> yep. It's great. So uh well, uh listeners, thanks for uh for uh listening i figured you know we did a whole season about movies that took place during the 2010s we could do a best of 2010 uh and uh if you enjoy the stuff you can go to our support us on patreon at patreon.com slash the midnight boys and uh, we do a monthly podcast about a different movie every month so so far we've done uh uh son-in-law and uh the, by the time Ernest by the time movie. this is released, you can get in the holiday spirit with Ernest Saves Christmas. Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah. So that will be on our Patreon. All right. Thanks a lot for uh listening to us rattle prattle on about a decade of movies for over an hour. <laughs>